Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we are, Lori and Julia show for your Tuesday. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and of course, we will have the latest information on COVID 19. Paul Folger from Channel 5 Eyewitness News will join us at the bottom of the hour. So, how are you guys today? Yeah, doing pretty good. Okay, uh, good. We've done, we, we've had the, it's not a Blue Monday anymore, it's uh, Aerobic Tuesday. Aerobic Tuesday and Lady Exercise has made her appearance on Insta and Twitter. Uh, please give us details. Uh, well, it just <laughs> involves things from the closet and a lady. It's just a new alternate character that we've met along this COVID-19 way. We did oh, okay. not invite her to the office today. No. We told her to stay home. Lady exercise. She did not listen. She showed up with her mm-hmm. stupid lip exercises and her crown and a biscotti for after her hard workout. You have to check it out. You had it. you have the good cookie from Delta Airlines is what you have. It's yeah. not a biscotti. It is oh, yeah. like the, the Bischoff, the good. The it's in good, our, the Bischoff, it's in our yeah. drawer. Ginger cookie. Mm-hmm. I mean. Doesn't it make you want to go on an airplane? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, those were well, you know, you the can get, days, my friends. You can get Bischoff spread at the grocery store. Have you ever seen it? No, but like, that sounds gross. Yeah, that sounds so, so bad. No, but I've seen it on the shelf. It's just like, like a Vegemite type of yeah, thing, well, just like the, the ground Bischoff cookies, and they make it into a spread. Well, so you can instead of peanut butter. You, you know what they Bischoff. should do with it is make, put it in vanilla ice cream crunchy though. Oh. Yes. Because that's where it goes. Yes. is Everything goes in ice cream crunchy. You'll have to do extra lady exercises if you do that <laughs> on a regular basis. Um, yeah, I know. Hey, I'm shout out to that. the uh, Sheboygan firefighters. They, uh, they've they gone viral. What did they do? Um, the Wisconsin firefighter, the town of Sheboygan. Of course, you know where that yes, is. Yes, we do. The fire department on Facebook, they were joining, um, along with many other people, it's called the hashtag is Hearts for Healthcare. And so in a video that they posted, they've got their fire equipment in Sheboygan with the lights flashing in a parking lot. And then they zoomed out to reveal the engines and the ambulances were assembled in a heart. And in the middle of the heart, the Sheboygan firefighters created another heart out of a fire hose. And then they all joined in displaying signs that had hearts on them. Very nice. Isn't that so cute? I mean, there's just a lot of people. Check out the Sheboygan Fire Department's Facebook uh, Video and these tributes are ha- uh, happening all over the country. Well, you know who's doing it is 3M. So for years, I I live right by the 3M main campus on 94, and they always would do the Christmas tree at Christmas time at the holidays. But now they have a heart. 
Yeah. A big old heart in the building. It's kind of fun to watch, drive but by these at firefighters night. really put in like to... All right, fine. You I'm know. just saying other things locally, Laura. Well, no, this is being done all over the place. I mean, you know, every night at 7 o'clock in New York City and yeah. around the country, they come Cheering. out and cheer and clap. And anyway, it was just another great story from Wisconsin. Uh, and the Washington Post picked up on that story. Oh, really? Which Lovely. is why... Found out about it. It's uh, Loretta Lynn that was trending today. People were worried that she'd passed away, but no, it's a birthday. 88 years How young. bad is that, though? Because every time you, you summon older, did they die from the virus? Did they die from... Are yep. they dead? Yep. yep. No, it was, so true. Because she's uh, 88 years young, so we'll be playing a little sampling. Born to mm. miner's daughter In a cabin on a hill in Butcher Hollow. Oh. We were poor, but we had love. That's the one thing that Daddy made sure of. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar. That movie holds up, too. Yeah, you said you just watched it recently. It's so good. Uh, Sissy Spacek is amazing as Loretta Lynn. Yes. Just fabulous. Amazing. And of course, you know, Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, is, is that? Her husband. Oh, that's right. Gosh, I haven't seen that Maybe. in twenty years at least. Yeah, I, that one holds up. But what doesn't hold up? And but Casey and I watched and okay. sped forward through some of the musical. Again, it was on TCM or AMC. I can't remember. Seven brides for seven, seven brothers. Oh, brothers! I love that because movie. he said your grandmother loved that movie. Mm-hmm. Grandma Julia. Yes, and she, he would watch it with her mm-hmm. because he loved. Well, they say that that barn raising dance sequence it's done is one of the best choreographed scenes ever. Absolutely. In music, but the the it's a little dated or whatever, I but a lot, yeah. You know, it was the it was fun. it was just kind of fun and amusing to watch from a simpler time and um you know, Russ Tamblin, one of the dancers. Yeah, he's the youngest brother. Yes, and of course, father of Amber Tamblin. Yeah. We had them both in the studio. Yes, we did we for did. the wolf. Um, what was that? The wolf, wolf thing up yeah. north. Yeah. The wolf research place. They they by I think it's by Ely. It is the wolf reserve or whatever it is. The wolf, wolf protection place. Yeah, they were both in studio for that, and she was in studio before for Sister Sisterhood of the, the Traveling, Traveling Pants. Pants. That was such a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny when you think we also had in the guys from Bridesmaids. When that first came out, and we did a promotion with Neymar Fieger at yeah. the Mall of America Movie Theater. Yeah, Kristen Wiig and, yep. and uh, Wendy McClendon Clo- yes. Clovey, or Lovey. Covey, Covey, I thought. Covey. Wendy- and they were very impressed that we had our bridesmaid Me. dresses on that we got at, at Goodwill. Goodwill. I know. I thought that was kind of, that was, gosh, memories down memory lane. All right, it's Tuesday. It's way better than yesterday already. Oh. It, yesterday just felt like a blue day. You called it. It was that. Also, you know, we were remembering your dad. Yep. And it was just like really like, you know, sunken, you know, how long, you know, just just how troubled these times are because everywhere you look, it just felt like distress. But today it felt a little bit better. The walk master made me go out and walk at nine 30 when it was like 25 degrees. Oh, I thought I would have to, it was cold freezing Lori, <laughs> but it was before the um, afternoon blizzards happened. I went through two on the way to work. <laughs> it, I, I do want to say to people, be careful because it's slippery than you think. Cause it's colder out. 
Underneath the bridge coming in, I kind of had a little... This is going to play havoc with the magnolia trees, the rhododendrons, the azaleas, all the little things that were budding up so There's nicely. There's so much budding up. Yeah. There's Those things are screwed. Really? Yeah, pretty much. Too bad. I mean, my magnolia will bloom, but it'll be scraggly. Well, that's always scraggly. We've No, come... because it's scraggly because this is the fifth year in a row we've been snowed on Ooh. in, in April. April. Who yeah. plants a magnolia tree in soda? You can get a winter hardy magnolia. It wouldn't last otherwise. Right. You can get one for zone four, four or three, whatever. Whatever, we are. We're, whatever yeah. we're in. Yeah. No, I played. I got that when we worked with the tree people years ago. Yeah. I bought that thing. I remember. And we took down a big, ugly, scraggly pine, and I had visions of this beautifully fragrant. And and like for a couple of years when we didn't have. Snow, it actually bloomed. It did. But I don't know. They're delicate right now, and now they got ice sitting on them. Mm. I have no hope for that magnolia tree. That's too bad. <laughs> I have no hope. Oh, by the way, Jen says the Bischoff spread is yummy. Is it? Oh. Delicious on a hot toasted bagel, better than peanut butter or Nutella. Whoa. Whoa. There you go. All, All right. right. Well, we'll take your word <laughs> yes, for it, Jen. I, I and believe if I it. ever get into a grocery store again, exactly. I'll maybe take a peek at it. Exactly. And see how much it is. It's probably one of the items still left on the shelf. <laughs> right. <laughs> that and chocolate hummus. I mean, that you can't sell. Trader Joe's, they had a funny thing. Like, this is way early on yeah. when everyone was hoarding food. Like, the things that will never leave chocolate hummus. hummus. Other flavor hummus. I, I mean, can't hummus reckon. It was so gross. It looked like poop. diaper poop. Yeah, yeah. That was a. Tough, you can't reconcile no, the taste. You can't. But there's. The, the, the you can't. No. But there's some things that are you know, that will just never go. Yeah. That were not good ideas to start with. That is so true. All right, listen. It is already time to take a break. When we come back, it's the stories you need to know right now. Smart speakers are so smart. They know how to be radios. Listen to my talk on yours. For some tips on enabling your Amazon Echo, go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword Alexa. Gaslighter, denier, doing anything to get your ass farther. Gaslighter, big timer, repeating all of the mistakes of your father. You're such a That is our jam. That is such a good song. Turn it up. I, listen, I just had it crank this morning because that's that's a great. That song. is a great song, and those guys really. Oh. They're so good. They're so, so good. good. Uh, by the way, um, maybe maybe they're they're going to show up at the. Um, uh, together at home, you know, the concert that we're all going to be watching, hopefully on Saturday night that the airs Lady on Gaga? every network. Yeah, okay. Lady Gaga's collaboration with Global Citizen and the World uh, Health Organization. I'm going to put that on my calendar so I have something to look to forward do. to this weekend. It's a worldwide concert event to celebrate uh, people on the front line, the healthcare workers and the scientists who are trying to get out through this pandemic. And it's on. All the networks and Gaga and the event coordinators have made clear they are not asking for money. Us, Joe and yes. uh, Jolene Public for yes. for money. They've been getting money from corporations and wealthy individuals, um, and so that's what's so impressive about this. Uh, um, effort, I think, is Gaga, the celebrity face for the broadcast. It was her idea. Is that she's sensitive to the struggles experienced? 
you know, by the intended audience. Mm-hmm. All the people that are watching, she's not compelling anyone to give. She's going to take care of the money on the back end. She wants us to sit back and enjoy. All she wants is for us to watch and just have have some home and humanity through music. And she gave us a little more people who are going to be performing oh, tell me. This from is a- their homes or wherever. So uh, the second round of artists, Taylor Swift. Nice. I've been wondering where T.S. is. Good. The queen of all feelings, Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Celine. I've been listening to her album lately, too. That Courage album. That's yeah. so good. So good. Uh, let's see. Alicia Keys. Yeah, love. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, which means we're going to be stuck seeing Alex oh. Rodriguez. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I think they should stop inviting them for a little while. They need a break. Uh, Pharrell Williams, Sam Smith. I'm waiting to see the Dixie Chicks, but I don't. People who are coming on board probably because they're going to say they've made big donations. Right. Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Aquafina, Matthew McConaughey, and maybe Barbara Streisand. I was going to say Harry and Meghan. Oh, I'm just saying, yeah, you know, just saying that it they would could be just a, kind of a nice soft launch for them, I suppose. Hello, we're here. here we're, here's we're on a your million team. dollars. Well, if they did that. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That would be a, Lori, that's not a bad idea. Not a idea. bad idea. So, uh, so that's happening on Saturday night. We'll remind you on Friday. And then all four members from the band the wonders from that thing you yes. do, which that is a great movie. Tom Hanks directed yes. it. They're going to reunite for a live stream on Friday to help raise money for a COVID-19 relief fund and to pay tribute to Adam Schlesinger, who wrote the song and who's the lead singer of Fountains of Wayne, who died of COVID-19 right. um, on April 1st. And um, then he was the executive m- music producer on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend for its four-year run. So everyone, Tom Everett Scott, who was the drummer, Jonathan Shake, who was the lead singer, Steve Zahn, who played the guitarist, he's, Lenny. He's a Minnesota guy. That's right. And Ethan Embry is the bass player. And they're yeah. going to raise money for the Music Cares COVID-19 relief fund. So, um, and that is going to be on, I guess, that thing you do. Oh, it's not on there? No, Donnie. You didn't. Oh, we don't know. Sorry. I'm going to say it's going to be, it's a Zoom conversation. Yeah, they're not performing. It's they're just chatting. Yeah, and but I like it. That you're invited to the. I, you know, this is just another level of learning technology that I'm not prepared to do this week. There's, I've, I've worked. Yeah, I heard Andy Cohen talking about doing Zoom and spending most, wasting most of the time trying to get his parents to figure out. It's well, you have to send pictures, and then you have to text it to him. Then they have to. And my mom, you know, she's so funny because she comes talking. Figured it out. She, my mom has done it. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. They can figure it out. Yeah, it just took a while. It just takes a while. Because everybody's separate. You have to have patience. Yes, you do. And, and then, those are hard to come by right now, I'm finding. What? Patience. We, I got nothing but time and hey, patience. I know. Set up a Zoom conference and we'll all email you questions oh. and we'll see how good your patience is, honey. Right. I would never volunteer for I that. know you wouldn't. We would just FaceTime and then one at a time if it was up <laughs> to me. And just play telephone. Now, can you pass it on to the next one down? Yeah. <laughs> and then Bruce Springsteen, Holly mentioned it, but we've yes. got Bruce announcing uh, this from GMA that he's t- teaming up with other New Jersey people for a Jersey for Jersey event that we'll be able to listen in on that's, uh, tomorrow night. Let's hear from the boss. Bruce Springsteen, the New Jersey native, has done so much work in his home state to help those in need. And now he's gathered up some of his famous and talented neighbors from the Garden State to launch the New Jersey Pandemic Relief Fund for those affected in the state. Well, Bruce is giving us an exclusive video update on the efforts and sharing some big news. Take a look. New Jersey has been hit especially hard by the coronavirus pandemic. And the people of New Jersey have always stepped up during difficult times. That's why I'm pleased to announce that on April 22nd, I hope you'll join me, John Bon Jovi, Tony Bennett, John Stewart, Whoopi Goldberg, Charlie Puth, SZA, Saquon Barkley, Danny DeVito, Chelsea Handler, and many more for this special event. The event is called Jersey for Jersey. And the proceeds will go to the New Jersey Pandemic Relief Fund. This is our effort to do everything we can for our folks here in the Garden State. And I hope you'll join us. We Thanks. Will. We of will. course. Of course we will. Thank you so much, Bruce, for that exclusive. What a night it'll be. And you guys can catch Jersey for Jersey, April 22nd, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on ABC. Not, right. not tomorrow. No, so, Lori, no. you were off on that one. On That's that going to be um, two, oh, really two weeks, two weeks from weeks. last night. That's so right. It's, it's, that would be a Monday. In and case then, anyone's wondering, today's Tuesday. Uh, the Wonders, that thing you do, that's going to be on YouTube. That you know, okay. That we're, so you can watch it whenever to, you want. Yeah, it's a Friday at six p.m. Friday at six o'clock. So. A lot of a lot of online concerts. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think I mean the big the big one is going to be Saturday. Saturday. The together and at that's home. at seven o'clock. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Together at home, and it's going to be Kimmel and Colbert and Fallon, and they're just all throwing it to each other, and they're going to take turns introducing. I'm pretty sure Lady Gaga is going to be announcing the big money donations because she. Only announced the Tim Cook from Apple, ten million, but she's got more, you know, uh, more announcements to make. I wonder on if Saturday we're going to see her bow with her. He's very hot. Oh, he's so hot, and she is so in love with him. She's she's saying Are you this. Oprah now that you're no, using I'm the inflection. Did you notice that, Donnie? Yeah, I did. Oh, for Oprah. God's sakes. <laughs> I want you to talk like that from now on, Julia. All right, I'm going to try all your proclamations in an Oprah. I can't. Tone of voice. I didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, let's take a uh, quick look at our traffic situation and see what's going on. Uh, we do have a crash on 494 eastbound that is causing a bit of a delay. 494 eastbound, and it's Highway 100 on Normandy Boulevard and France Avenue near Bloomington. So uh, several minutes delay there due to that. 61 northbound, there's a crash there. To, uh, 12th Street, High Street in Newport. Let's go back to the map. What else do we have for you? 100 northbound, it crashed there. Minnetonka Boulevard and Cedar Lake Road in St. Louis Park. All right, let's look at your forecast. Uh, tonight's scattered snow showers. They're going to end, and the skies will clear up. But 18 for the low tonight. Sunny tomorrow morning before the rains come back in with a rain-snow mix and a high of 39. Right now, clouds and 29 here at my talk. Everybody, we are um, waiting for Paul Folger from Channel 5 Eyewitness News to get all hooked up to give us the latest update information. And yeah. while that's happening, um, I'm looking at all the class photos that uh, have been posted on the MyTalk page. It starts with Jason's show and then works down to our show. Yep. Uh, Donnie and you and I. I look like a boy. Well, I mean, you know what? They didn't start making yearbooks with color photos until sometime. Mine, in, mine were in color. Was it in color? Oh yeah, I yeah. Have. But they always they like ours was. Maybe it isn't. No, they. Lori, you're right. The individual photos were black and white, had, and then you had color of like sporting events and cheerleading and things yes, like that. Yes, yes. They didn't Drama. print them in color oh. until I don't know at what point in the '80s that they started doing that. Obviously, you got your photos in color, but you had to get a black and white one yeah, for I, the damn yearbook. I forgot about that. So. um I forgot That's about that. That's kind of fun to to look at uh, all of the photos. And people pretty much, you know, look somewhat the same. Or you can tell from eyes. Yeah. You look like a boy. I you look, look like, like a your boy. brother. I do. Yeah. And um, that is not a good look. No. And my picture, my dad has a photo of me for, from his wallet that he carries around all of his kids through high school in his wallet. It was so beat up. He sent me a picture of it. It was unusable. So I found a handbag that I used for a reunion last summer that I had stuck on my purse, and I took a picture of the black and because white. Because your, per everyone who knows, if you're going to a class reunion, you need to have a senior photo of the person with their name so people have an idea who you are. That's right. You've preached you, this. You've you can get away with it for the tenure. year. But by the time the 20 comes along... No one looks like they look like before. Yeah, especially some of the receding hairlines. Right. Some of the right. foreheads. Is Paul with us? Yes, we figured it out. All Sorry right, about okay. that, guys. Hi, Paul. Paul. Technical difficulties over. What do you have to report to us today? Give us the COVID-19 news, please. No. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. Everything is supposed to be where it's supposed to be. I'll give you the COVID 19 news. Why don't you give me something? A street artist in uh, Los Angeles. You know how on the electrical boxes in some cities they do paintings, little murals, all that kind of stuff? They really do this big time in LA. Yes, they do. And someone did a photo or painting of Harry. That And it's really quite a good likeness. Donnie posted it. It says, keep calm and wash hands. And then uh, painted a little Yorkie and some other kind of a dog right Very cute. underneath him. Yeah, so I like it. It's a street artist uh, graffiti by the name of uh, Keith Beal. And he said, I'm welcoming Harry with an L.A. hoodie. I, I kind of <laughs> love it. 
So. I love it. And a little graffiti. A what little a way graffiti. to welcome the Duke of Sussex. That's right. The Duke of Sussex. All right, I think we now we have it. Paul, are, you, are you there, Paul? Oh, hello, my there friends. Did hello. you guys? Did you guys like roll the music and everything? And then yeah, there, I was not we around. Had we, have, we, about, have we, we had okay, things good. to talk about. We had things to talk about. I know you guys always have things to talk about. That's right. We just had a little technical glitch, but I think we've got it worked out now. All right. So uh, we, I've got some updates for you guys today um, on all of this COVID and, and coronavirus. And you know, I, I I hate to start with bad news on it, but we've had nine additional deaths in the state. Uh, it brings the total to 79. You know, yesterday we didn't have any deaths reported. And so, and I think this is one of the difficult parts of this is you're going to see these numbers change every single day. Mm-hmm. We've got 17, almost 1,700 people that have tested positive for it, but 900 people have recovered in this. Um, so we'd we like to hear that news. And um, a lot of other people have tested who have been asymptomatic, you know, yeah. right? They've tested more than 39,000 so, people. For people, that puts it into yeah. your mm-hmm. perspective. It's a big number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've tested a lot of people, but Governor Wallace wants more tested. Listen, he just got off his news conference a short time ago, and that's one of his big pushes right now. He wants people tested. He's pushing for a broad-scale test. we just got to get the test, figure out how to do it. He wants 5,000 tests given every single day, and he's really interested in using this test trace and isolating of people that are infected so we can try to get things back to normal and try to get ourselves going again and and uh and you know some of that you hear that you know that's you test it you got it you know you trace where where you've been who who have you been around and then everybody's got to uh isolate after that did he say anything about you know the whole back and forth with the federal government about the test the test and reopening and all of that because that seems to be a big huge issue yeah i think every state is just trying to get the test that that Mm -hmm. they need and that's the difficult part and i think that he's he's the governor walls is wanting to look within our state to figure out you know who can develop these tests how do we do this is is kind of the way I understood him talking today because, uh, you know, with everybody wanting the tests, it's difficult. And it seems like every day we hear of a different kind of test that may be available that people are working on and those kinds of things. Because oh um, we, we got to get things back to normal. We got to get people back to work. You know, the, the, the stimulus money is starting to, to come out. And, and uh, so, and now people across the nation, they're trying to talk about, well, how do we get it back up and running? You know, the president would like to have everything up and running by May. But some of the governors, they're just arguing. They're saying, you know, we can't send people back to work too early. Paul, was there any discussion? Because we've been we heard that on the East Coast, there's kind of like a five or six or seven state coalition that's going to work. The governors are going to work together as well as on the West Coast in California, Oregon, Washington, Arizona, those states. Is is there something about Minnesota working with Wisconsin and, you know, our border states, our border states? Um, You know, I I heard a little I feel like I heard a little bit about that and I'm not totally up on on exactly what he is doing in talking with different states. But I know that he is in constant contact with different governors from from the state. In fact, I think they all have a conference call nearly every day right now that they're all talking and listening because he often is referring to coming off of these conference calls with all of these governors and how they're all able to work together. But it would make sense that you would work with your neighboring states and try to figure out who's got what and how we can help each other because this is going to take it. This is all hands on deck. You know, when you're getting through all of this, mm-hmm. these checks are coming out uh, and we've got people that, that they need jobs. They need this money. We've got 
So uh, Deke Commissioner Steve Grove, he gave us our applications for unemployment. We have doubled what we did last year. So more than double the number of people have applied for unemployment help. The number 451,790 people. Oh. Yeah, almost a half million. That's a lot. So it's a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, and that it's just, it's hard to even think about, you know, I mean, that's, that's an entire city. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's an entire city. Um, and, and then we, we, we have more bad news when it comes to some of these places closing. So a major Minnesota employer closing one of its facilities because of the effects of coronavirus, that's Cargill. Cargill. And uh, that's, they're closing their big lake facility. That That's 200 people right there. They put it, It's an egg. egg. Yeah. Eggs, yeah. Are, eggs are going to be the new crisis. Yeah. It's, eggs are the new toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's real it's real difficult. Well, some, and for them, I guess the demand is going down. Well, because, yeah, the restaurants you know, aren't restaurant ordering them and open and yeah, you know, and it's just all of that bakery. I mean, think yeah. of how many people are ordering you know eggs for commercial it's reasons. It's just the difference of where all the distribution of food was going has yeah. changed so dramatically. Yeah, right. things change a lot. I saw some of that on Good Morning America this morning. Them talking a little bit about that about how the distribution it's just not set up to to deal with what we are dealing with really. And so, and that's, it's really created a, a mess for us. Um, here's some Minnesota things, too, that we all love, and we all love our fishing. Well, the state's efforts to restock fish populations have hit a snag because of this as well. So the DNR has announced today that it's canceling its egg take operations. So the team actually works closely together when they do this, and that means they can't do social distancing. Oh. So, um they say it's just not going to be possible to safely handle fish because they're going to all be together. You know, the DNR works to restock all of our walleye and northern pike and steelhead and those kinds of things. So that's going to hit. That's hitting a snag right now. So I don't know exactly when things will be back up on on that. But you know, there's just so this is so far reaching, and there's so many things that every single day we come up with something new and we see something new. That's being being affected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the cargo, car, getting back to the cargo, would they open that back up again when the demand goes I back up? I think when up, the demand, okay. uh, yeah, because I think the statement I saw them uh, posting about is is they, they do want to get as many people back up and running yeah. as they can. Okay. And I think right now the answer is we've got to wait and see. And that's how it is on, on everything until we get back up and running just completely. Um, and, you know... It's just amazing how many things that you, you see and you think about. Okay, I want to leave you guys with one final okay. really nice good news. Right. Or it's kind of fun news, anyway. So Amy Kellums lives in Lionel Lakes. And she was posting on Facebook that she was pulled over the other day in the driveway um, because she had, um, had been making stops in her neighborhood. So people were calling about this suspicious car in the neighborhood. <laughs> and, uh, well, she took her 12-year-old out for some social distancing. And they were driving around playing Pokemon. You know, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Uh -huh. Yeah, Pokemon Go. So, and, uh, so they kept stopping to take the photos and all of that stuff. And so... Come to the, so the police pulled her over, asked her what she was doing. She said, listen, we're just, I'm getting my kid out of the house. He's 12 years old. So then uh, you go to now, her, she says her doorbell rings and somebody dropped off a cake and it says, sorry, we called the cops on you. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. you know, it's just, it's just one of those things that at least people are paying attention.
Yeah. In in all things, you know. So, hey, when I come back, I got a couple things to talk to you guys about. Um, will we be able to use our boats? Uh, boating season so. is right around the uh, right oh. around the corner, so we're going to talk about that. And okay. I also have a business that is adding employees during the pandemic right. as well. So all that at five thirty today. All right, thank Thanks, you, Paul. Paul. See you later. Of course, you can tune into uh, Channel Five Eyewitness News uh, at many different hours of the day. They got a lot of newscasts happening <laughs> over there. <laughs> and um, listen, when we come back, we have an author on. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...that we had booked before all of this happened because we're... That's kind of one thing that's coming to a, a halt. Makes me sad. Doesn't it? Yes. Think of all the Local first... authors, if you want us to review your new book, please... Come drop it off at our station. Well, that's what Brian Freeman did with yeah. his new book, Thief River Falls. I messaged him and I'm like, I know you're here. We don't have to count on a publicist. You could get him in the mail. Exactly. Because we love his book. Love. And uh, But so we're talking, are we calling across the pond, Donnie? We're going to be calling Ireland. Oh, mm-hmm. Ireland. Yes, Lovely. Indeed. So we're going to be talking to Anne Enright and it's her seventh book and it's called Actress, a Novel. We'll be right back. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com, keyword app. So what a man gotta do, what a man gotta do, to be to be All right, welcome back, everybody. We are beyond delighted to be joined by Anne Enright. Um, Her latest book is Actress, and we are reaching her in Dublin. Hi, Anne. Hi, how are you? Well, good. How are you today? Everything's fine here. It's all very quiet. Yes. It's all quiet everywhere. It's quiet everywhere. (laughs) The whole world is quiet. And thank goodness for our books. Yes, indeed. It's a good thing to hunker down with. Yeah. Yes. All right. So you have, you've written many novels and you've won many awards. And this is the first time we've read you. Actress, um, can you give our listeners um, a setup of what the story's about? Yeah, actress is a kind of memoir of her mother uh, by a writer, and her mother, Catherine O'Dell, is this famous Irish actress with flaming red hair and one of those amazing sort of dramatic voices and was a great uh, star in her time. And Nora, her daughter, takes on the job of writing her memoir and uh, telling the world, I suppose, why her mother went mad at the end of her life um, and uh, she shot a film producer in, a, in the foot when she was in her late 50s. So um, I'm not sure if it stays a memoir, but it certainly starts off as a memoir. Right, and it talks about the very interesting... I mean, I thought, we thought we, it was like an actual memoir of a real actress and a real person. Is kind of, you know, that does seem like it was real. Yeah, I mean, by the time I'd finished the book, I kind of thought that Catherine O'Dell actually existed. <laughs> I had to sort of shake shake myself and say, no, 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 no. I mean, I really love getting all those details. 
Um, she went uh, she went around the country in what we call the Irish countryside doing Shakespeare and melodrama during the Second World War. Then she was briefly in London in the West End. She went to Broadway and then to Hollywood. And she was famous before she was 23. And then she came back to Dublin with a baby who was um, who is the narrator, who is the writer of the book. And so it's a bit about the story of how that baby was born, but also a bit about how her mother's career went into decline and what she did then and how she managed all of that. Yeah, I mean, she Catherine falls into alcoholism, madness, and irrational things are going on. And I guess the, just the relationship between Nora and her mom, I Catherine, I think is very interesting in this story because that that's a, always a tricky relationship. And then when um, you know Catherine was such a performer that her life was a stage. Yeah, and, yeah. And Nora. Well, you know, yeah, except it's it's not a mommy dearest. I mean, no, it, Catherine is a kind of she she's. She has a persona and a stage persona and a persona in life. She's kind of a bit fictional. She's a, a bit on all the time. But um, there is a kind of sweetness to the relationship between the two of them. I think Nora probably idealizes her mother. I mean, somebody said to me, why is she not in a complete rage with her mother for, for I mean, I don't know, for having a terrible life? How can you be in a rage with your mother for having a bad time? But, no, for all the other things that you mentioned, for drinking too much, for not being in control of things necessarily. Anyway, Nora doesn't rage at her mother. Um, she, she, she holds the memory of the sweetness between the two of them, um, and that, that kind of sustains the book, I think. Yeah, you know, and I thought it was interesting. It's very funny talking to you right now. Anne Enright is with us. The book is Actress. And... Um, you read the book to me because I I listened to it, so, right? Okay. So it's it's just that's not often that the the author reads the audio book. No, and it's new. And like when I go around uh, reading, and uh, um, people say, "Oh, you should read. You should read your book." I, I did some stories for the New Yorker and their podcast there, and people say, "Oh, oh." Also, sometimes people say, "We love your accent, and why aren't you reading your?" your novels and actually there is so much voice on the page that it was really tempting and I also hated hearing no that's the wrong thing to say but I found it difficult listening to other people read my work yeah oh, interesting um, okay so how yeah I just felt a bit robbed you know like oh 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 <laughs> is this the first time you've you've narrated your own book it is yeah I just sat in 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 a recording studio for two and a half days and uh that's it was all a it took you Hmm? That's all it took you was two and a half days? Yeah, we went on at a fair clip. I, yeah. I think we had we had three or four days maybe scheduled. Um, some of the passages I read all the way through uh, on a first reading, um, some, of the, the, some, some quite difficult things happened to both of the women in the yes. book. Some, some of the passages are quite intimate. That was a challenge to me. I'm a writer, not an actor. Uh, I suppose I really enjoyed doing it, or I enjoyed the feeling that I I enjoyed the the closeness of it. I liked how close the voice is to the potential reader. That was where I wanted the book to happen. So that 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 did really work for me. That's really sweet. We haven't talked to anyone who's done this yeah. yet, except um, for like a you know a memoir. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Anne, uh, I wanted to ask you, in actress, a novel. Did you talk to a lot of? people who were actors to do some of your research or, or what did you, 
How do you yeah, do that? Yeah, in, in a funny way, I've been researching it all my life. I, I was, for two minutes, I worked in the theatre in Dublin, here in Dublin. Um, and my, also my own mother talks about the early days of the Gate Theatre and the Abbey Theatre, not the early days, the interwar days of the, you know, when she was young, that was where they went. And it had this nostalgic glamour and kind of sepia glow for me. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I read in, in, you know, it's a small town and I, I know a lot of people in the theatre still. And I wanted to, I really wanted to show how um, actually the theatre is a tough life. I mean, you expect books about stardom to be about, about the dazzle of it all. Right. But in fact, the theatre is a serious craft. It takes a lot of hope and optimism and passion and there's a lot of disappointment and there's a lot of hard work in there as well yeah, yeah and you you know you kind of talk about that with you know Catherine um odell trying to write you know a play and some of the different things that she did but yeah. one of the things that i thought was interesting is how how um open-minded Catherine was well, it was a bohemian sort of thing, yes. and, and Ireland at the time was in a kind of rising Catholic sensibility. Things were closing down. It wasn't there wasn't a lot of money, um, and uh, there was no divorce in Ireland at the time. The contraception was illegal, um, while the rest of the world was opening out into more liberal ideas. The rest of the English-speaking or Western world, Ireland was still very much its itself um and yet there were the artists in the middle of it all and you think of joyce or beckett or these artists that we know of in the literary sphere they were they were not uh conservatives no they weren't at all it's it's fun they really it's, weren't it's, it's you know fun. this is a fun read the book is actress and and right and can you tell us we always ask our authors what's the last great book that you've read the last great book that I really loved, um, Eun Lee's book, Where Reasons End, which I, I, I read last year. Um, Eun Lee is uh, an American writer there. She, uh, um, and, and she wrote this book after the death of her son, and she wrote it to her son. So it's almost not a book at all. It's an amazing sort of, it's amazing work. It's, it's not a kind of cheerful read, but I think it is a great book. Okay, right, wonderful. Good. Yes, thank you so much, and what a treat meeting you, and thank you for staying up for us. No problem. Thanks. Lovely to talk to Minneapolis St. Paul. What a yeah. blast. Yeah, yes. thank you. Say hi to okay. Dublin. Yeah, and, okay. and we're going to check you. out some of your other books, Anne, because this is your thank seventh you. novel, Actress and Novel. Thank you, Anne, very okay. much. All best. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, uh, and we don't have any copies no, of the book to give away because we, the publishers are... Not, not sending, sending out books. books, and so yeah. So I wonder if they're just. But w- you could order it from your local Absolutely. bookstore, like Chapter Two Books in Hudson, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Winding Trail Books in St. Anthony, Maine. They, you can order books online with your local bookstores, and they ship them just like the big Amazon. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.